Thank you, Ev, for that Bible reading, and thank you, Bev, for praying earlier. Well, before I begin, how about I pray for us? Heavenly Father, I thank you so much uh, for your word. We thank you so much for Christmas, that we were still able to meet face-to-face at church. Um, And we thank you for the opportunity that we had to hopefully see some family and friends, but also that we remember the most important reason for this season, which is you, Lord. I pray that you help me to speak in a way that honours you, Lord, but also that we can focus in on your word and learn something new today together. And so I do pray all this in your son's name. Amen. Well, now that Christmas is over, I'm sure you've all begun the process of thinking about the year ahead. I can't believe it's soon to be 2021. (laughs) Where did the year go? But I'm sure many of you are looking forward to this year being done and dusted and looking towards the future, hopefully. And we make many plans for the new years, like we always do. But especially this time around, I want to encourage you to think about this. Is Jesus in your plans for 2021? Hopefully, it looks like things are slowly returning back to normal. It means we'll get some opportunities back to be serving Jesus again. I know for me, I'm really looking forward to our annual youth group camp, Winter Beach Camp, coming back, which will be really exciting. Um, it's funny though, last year when it got cancelled, I was a bit like, stress relief, but I did miss it and the impact it has on the kids and the kids missed it a lot too. And so I'm looking forward to those opportunities coming back again. I'm looking forward to seeing the the men and women's ministry events coming back, kids holiday club, and hopefully if things are going well, we'll see those opportunities flourish again. But regardless, maybe things might not change for our country, but we can still make the most of opportunities we have to serve. And so the question I want you to be thinking about today is, you know, are we making the most of the opportunities that God has to offer? Today I'm going to talk about a small section in Matthew 26, where we see Jesus gives his followers opportunities to make the most, but will they? Well, we see some do and some don't. And so today I want to talk about this idea of worshipping the King. Why we should be doing this in 2021? And when I say that word worship, it's not restricted to just singing in church, although we're not really singing now, unfortunately. But that idea of worship, it's honouring Jesus in our everyday life, worshipping in our actions, worshipping in our ministries. And so firstly, worship because Jesus deserves all the glory. In that small passage we read, we see that Jesus is in the final stages that are leading up to his death. And in this moment, Jesus is having a meal with disciples and friends. And while they're eating, a woman comes in with a large jar of perfume, expensive perfume. And she pours it on Jesus' head. Why does she do this? There's a couple of reasons why. But I think it helps to understand who this woman is, first of all. Um, I know in the other Gospels, in John's Gospel, we understand that the woman is Mary, which is the sister of Martha and brother, uh, her brother is Lazarus. And the idea of this woman, whether it's Mary or not, is that she understands who Jesus fully is. We see in the other Gospels, it appears to be Mary, and she understands that Jesus is Lord. He's the Son of God, and his miracles and his teachings reveal that. And they have various interactions between the two. She understood not only who Jesus is, but where he's going. It says right at the start of that passage, Jesus even says it to his disciples, Um, As you know, the Passover is two days away and the Son of Man will be handed over 
to be crucified. Jesus doesn't have long left. He's got a mission to suffer on the cross and to save mankind. Interesting to note that this woman, she has bought perfume and not just any perfume, it's the expensive stuff. In John's Gospel, it says that apparently it was worth a year's wage. And in that same Gospel, she pours it on Jesus' feet and she actually wipes Jesus' feet with her hair. We see that this woman is giving all she has to Jesus, her money, her perfume, her hair. And whether she did or not in this Gospel, a woman's hair, back in the day, is a woman's glory. It was a huge deal for her to do this. We see that this woman is wanting to worship Jesus with everything. And she's doing this because life is not about her. Life is all about Jesus. You know, as we, one year comes to an end, in our culture, we get really excited. The idea of new, the new year, new me. We start planning things. We look forward to renewal. We think about how we'll do things differently this year or the coming year. And yes, it's great to make plans, as I've said, but it's important that we make plans to put Jesus first in the new year. He deserves all the glory, all our time, all our resources, all our perfume. It can be hard to let go of things for Jesus, but as the new year is drawing closer, we will be given all opportunities that I think we lost last year to serve. And I'd like to think there'll be new and different opportunities from what, how this year has gone. But as I said before, whether things remain the same, God will still give you plenty of opportunities to make the most of. But as we serve, it might mean we have to give up our glory, our time, our resources, but it's worth it because Jesus is Lord of all and he deserves all honour and glory. But why perfume? Why did this lady use perfume in particular? She really did understand where Jesus was going, that there wasn't much time left. This perfume was used as a preparation for the burial. And we see that Jesus, again, is heading for his main mission, the cross. And I always find it helpful to think Jesus is that humble servant. Jesus gave up his glory. He gave up his own life to save us when he went to that cross. It was probably perhaps the most humiliating moment for him. And yet at the same time, it was his most glorious moment. This humble servant, the son of God, laying down his life to save mankind. He deserves all the glory. And yes, it means we have to sacrifice things. We have to give up the things that bring us glory. But is it worth it? Of course it is. Because what the world defines as bringing glory to yourself does not compare to giving Jesus the glory. Secondly, worship is not wasted. We've looked at this woman's attitude towards Jesus. Now we're going to look to the attitude of someone else. We're going to look at Judas. And as that woman had poured this perfume onto Jesus, we see that many of the disciples are outraged. In John's Gospel, Judas appears to be the the main driver behind this. And so the disciples respond with this. Why this waste? They asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. It could be easy to side with the men in this section as they make a valid point. This money could be used maybe in a different way. But they were thinking perhaps 
more about themselves than the glory that Jesus deserves. They didn't realize the opportunity they needed to make the most of while their Savior was still with them. We know that Judas is known as the treasurer, but also, unfortunately, he did pinch a bit of money every now and then. And perhaps the motive for calling out this woman was for selfish reasons. And we know that Judas ultimately betrays Jesus over money. The people in this room, they think this, this woman, how she's poured this perfume, they think this is a waste. What are you doing? I'd feel pretty embarrassed if it was me. But Jesus is so quick to defend this woman. He says, why are you bothering this woman? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you always have with me, but you will not always have me. Jesus says what this woman has done, it is not wasted. It is beautiful. This woman brought her very best to Jesus. It wasn't second best. She bought the most expensive perfume. And perhaps she used her hair to wipe this perfume away. She did this because Jesus gives us his best. He gave up his life. And it's interesting, there's a line there, it's easy to miss, and it can make us kind of cringe if you read it really carefully. Jesus says, The poor you'll always have with you, but you will not always have me. When Jesus said that, he wasn't being selfish and neglecting the poor when he said that, but he's wanting the disciples to make the most of the opportunity while their Lord Jesus is still in the same room as them. I mean, I'm just thinking about we all had Christmas lunches or dinners, hopefully, and we had various guests come over. And depending on the type of guests, sometimes we change how we act. Imagine if Jesus came to your Christmas lunch. (laughs) You put out the best spread, you put out the best meal, you'd have your best manners. It'd be very different. You know, in America, unfortunately, there's a a monument, I can't remember where it is, uh, that's dedicated to the atheist movement. There's a little quote that's on it, and I'll read it to you. It should be on the screen. It says, An atheist believes that a hospital should be built instead of a church. An atheist believes that deed must be done instead of prayer. An atheist strives for involvement in life and not escape into death. He wants disease conquered, poverty banished, war eliminated. You know, there are people in this world that believe that what Christians do is a waste of time. In some way, yes, we should be praying. Yes, we need to believe Jesus in our heart. But we also need to be doing stuff for Jesus. Yes, we need to be praying and caring about how we're actually going to be helping our world too. But unfortunately, there's people that think that when we give up our time, especially when we're serving here, people think it's a waste. You don't get that time back. But we're reminded and challenged in this passage, worshipping and serving Jesus is most definitely not a waste. What does Jesus say? He says, it is beautiful what you do for Jesus. We have so many important roles and relationships in our life, but the most important relationship in your life is with Jesus. Your most important role in life is to serve Jesus. And what an honour. You may have lots of plans for 2021. I hope you do. We should be excited. But maybe we might need to make sure we really evaluate these plans and consider, is Jesus in my plans for this new year? Maybe I might need to change my plans a bit and consider where I could be serving Jesus. Maybe we need to think about what are the areas that I am currently doing and serving Jesus, but how can I give it my best? 
Are you giving Jesus your best? Perhaps you haven't been giving Jesus your best for a while. And the, beauty, the beautiful thing about Jesus and what he's done on the cross is we can be right with God and he calls us to give his best. You know, I think about a loved one asking me to do something for them, whether that's your parents or your grandparents, a loved one, and usually you just, you just do it. You do it for them. And you, most of the time you, kind of, you don't just do a you know, second-hand job. You, you're doing the best you can for them. Because it's your family. You would do it for them. We should have this same attitude with Jesus. You give your very best. Not your second best. You know, if you're good with your hands, you know, we've got a working bee this Saturday and we'd love to see you there. If you're not sure what to do, I remember wise advice I've heard, try something. Don't do nothing. Try something until you work out where God wants you to be. And you won't know that until you start doing something. But if you're not sure, please come talk to us, the staff. We're more than happy to help you, pray with you, and even come to the prayer meeting before the working meeting. We'll pray with you and pray about it. But just think, whatever you are good at is probably what God has gifted you with. And your gifts are not just for you. But God wants you to do something. Make the most of the new year and new opportunities. When we don't give God our best or even prioritise Jesus with our plans, we are actually wasting our God-given talents. I think that's when we're wasting it. That's when perhaps maybe we're trying to glorify ourselves and not Jesus. That's when we are robbing God of our very best. You know, we see with Judas, (laughs) he didn't give God his best. He cared more about himself. And this eventually led to him betraying Jesus and getting some cash for it. Judas saw what that woman did with the perfume as a waste. And he saw portraying Jesus as a win. He couldn't be more wrong. Don't be like Judas and fool yourselves into thinking that serving Jesus and sacrificing is a waste. It is not a waste. The Lord Jesus says it is beautiful. And I think it's remarkable in that passage in verse 13 that Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Wherever this gospel is preached throughout, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. That's how highly Jesus thinks about giving our best to him. Are we, like that song we sung, prepare him room, are we preparing room in our hearts in this new year for Jesus? A little verse I've got up on the screen just to help us sort of think about this a little bit more um, is from 1 Peter 4.10. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Let's consider how we can worship Jesus every day in 2021 and consider how we can give Jesus our very best in this new year. How about I pray for us? Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the the courage of this woman to buy expensive perfume and to pour it on the Lord Jesus' head. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this woman and her amazing servanthood, her act of worship to you. She wanted to give her best to you, Lord. Help us to be like her. Help us to give your, our best to you because you gave your very best to us. You gave us your one and only son to redeem us from sin, to give us a new life. Lord, we, we have so much to be thankful for 
And Lord, we just want to honour you in this new year to come. Help us to consider how we can serve you. Help us to consider maybe where we could be making the most of opportunities. Help us to really think about how can we give our very best to you. And I do pray all this in your son's name. Amen. Thank you.